0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hey, what up, Q?
2: What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy, and this is my show,
3: the Talk to Q Radio Show. It is almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Cool
0: on your show. So awesome to be here
1: with
3: you and all your listeners. I ain't telling you, don't screw Screw Oh my goodness.
2: Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of
4: freaky. That's not what i mean. on! You know, we need more shows like this because people need as much relationship help out here as they can get. I was told that I was a man
5: well, I am pro-woman, but I'm not anti I know the value of a good man. Does
4: that make sense? I like that. I'm going to say that again. But... What's
5: going on there? What up, what up? Hey, you. Hey, everybody. Hey.
3: is that it
2: what's going on people all right i would like to welcome you all to another edition of the talk to q radio show my name is quincy and this is my show and tonight we're going to get into a couple of things, but um, oh well, mainly just to give you a heads up on what we're discussing tonight, we'll talk about etiquette and how it's ter- changed over the last few decades. We'll probably get into Kim Kardashian and his robbery and whatever else comes up but um, let me explain to you how this show works for those who. Maybe somewhat new to it. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice, chat, or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit 1 on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 637 will start right after a few words from my sponsors.
0: Dear Heart is designed to help you change your life and the lives of others for the better. We offer the all-new, most unique online diary where you can write anonymously in your heart. That is, to write Dear Heart instead of Dear Diary to express your problems, heartaches, as well as your desires. You will find unique and spiritual ways of helping to change your life and get what you want by what you think and do and write. You will also have the opportunity to share Share your thoughts, feelings, beliefs, writings, poems, excerpts from your novels or short stories or experiences, and etc. In other forums where you can use your name, credentials, and or other information if you desire, your heart is the key to changing whatever you want to change or accomplish As a Dear Heart member, you will learn how to change your life and reach your goals and have many members contribute to your goals and pray for you. You will also have the opportunity to earn income, prizes, certifications, recognitions, become group leaders, enter contest, including writing songs representing Dear Heart and much more, while you are making your dreams come true. Become a member at Dear Heart. Dot website and encourage your family and friends to join the newest, most progressive, avant garde way to reach your goals and be all that you can be. Become a Dear Heart and be connected to your very own brothers and sisters, fellow Dear Hearts around the world. Come grow with us and be a founding Dear Heart member of the next big. Social media and reap the many extra benefits as a founding member. May you and yours be blessed. Listen to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on internet radio. Check out the past and new podcast at TheCrystalShow.com. I go on and on.
4: Had superpowers,
0: last hours. Mark's Bad Luck, the funny comedy web series produced by Dual Influence, is the story of a rich man gone poor, Mark McGriff. See how he adjusts to his new life without the luxury of his former wealth and his friends, Crazy, Tyler, DC, Tisha, Brandy, Sean and Big Daryl work to help him survive a world he's not used to. Check out Mark's Bad Luck, and be sure to share, like, and subscribe for more videos.
2: All right. My thank to, thanks to my official sponsor, DearHeart.website. Go to DearHeart.website and check them out. I want to thank TheCrystalShow.com for being a sponsor. And Mark's Bad Luck. Find Mark's Bad Luck on YouTube. Search for Dual Influence, D-U-A-L, Influence, on YouTube. 347 is the number. I want to talk to Q Radio Show. You know, have you ever looked at someone at work and thought, what in the world is that person wearing? You know, and if not, maybe someone's done that to you. But, you know, corporate America has quite a few un- unwritten rules. The people who tend to be successful recognize and understand these codes while others get left behind. Now, are the codes fair? Not always. Are they based against minority excuse me, are they biased against minorities? More times than not they may be. But they're the standard nevertheless. One of the biggest obstacles that a majority of entry level employees have is their appearance. Some people think that during the bare minimum or less when it comes to address code is all that's required. They think that their work or longevity with the company will speak for itself. That's not how it works. So tonight we'll break down how to dress for success, not just in the workplace, but in other situations as well. And no one is saying that you have to lose your identity in order to succeed in the world. Um, So don't think that. You know, We'll also talk about class, manners, uh, time and place, and maybe get into a few other discussions. On show number 637 on the Top Q Radio Show. No experts, just opinions. In the meanwhile, to the phone lines I go, to the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. You welcome on to Man in Black, making his way to the ring. Buck, what's going on, bro?
3: What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening?
2: Doing well, doing well. How you doing, man?
3: Hanging in there, bro. All
2: right, all right just me and you to kick things off, so we'll go ahead and get things started. Again, 347 is the number to join in or listen. Uh, well, I guess if you heard me, you might already be listening. Uh, but, you know, etiquette at one time was taught in schools. Now, I don't know how far back you have to go. I remember seeing movies back in the 40s and 50s where they were teaching manners and things like that in school and chivalry. Should that return to classrooms today? And if you think so, then, then what grade?
3: Yes, I mean, definitely. I mean, I think that's something that we need to teach. Um, because t- in today's society, you know, fast-paced society that we live in, and, you know, we have social media um, throughout. I mean, we need to teach some etiquette. Um, I mean, common, common things like, you know, holding the door open when people come through. It uh, doesn't necessarily have to be a lady, but, you know, you can, you know, hold the door open. So, some, you know, somebody's got something, you know, a drink or something in their hand coming in the door, or maybe it could be a uh, vendor coming in, you know, bringing in some milk or or something like that, or a whole stack of chips or something. Just common courtesy goes a long way. Um, and a lot of people in today's society just don't have it because, you know there's everybody's so into whatever they're doing they're you know they're texting on the phone when they're coming through the door or and and you know that the door just pop you know hit you right in the face or whatever, or you just barely catch the door as they're going you know it, they let the door fly back um just a good morning if you're getting some coffee you know you know at a at a gas station or or what have you just say good morning. Just little things like that. I mean, you, nobody knows what you're going through at that particular time. You know, you could be having a bad morning and somebody just strike up a conversation with you, and, you know, it it may make you feel better make your day go better. So I think if they teach etiquette at an early age, I think, you know, it will also help, you know, down the road when you're, you know, trying to get jobs or trying to get into a relationship and you're out, out and about bars what have you. If you teach a little bit of etiquette at an early age, and you said, um, I guess the best time to probably start teaching that's probably in the, you know, one through three in that area, you know. So that way, if you start teaching at an early age, they can, it can, um, you know, it can resonate, and it'll be part of you'll be part of you, and maybe do like a refresher course or maybe extend the course, you know, mm-hmm. through the, you know, four through seven or four through eight, if you want to say that, you know, just that way people get, you know, first of all, you got to communicate better. So that would help. And that way, you know, it'll, it'll give you something else. other than Think about other than all the social media crap, because, you know, um, a lot of, a lot of times people don't even know how to communicate, even though in, in those capacities. So we teach a little etiquette now, um, how to hold forks, you know, how to hold your fork, you know, how to place, the fork, spoon, and knife on the table. That may not sound like a whole lot, but it really means a lot. You know, one hand on the, you know, one hand under the table as you eat, and the other one you use. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody pays attention to that, but I'd pay attention to it. You know, everybody just kind of casual. You know, it's just kind. We've dumbed down society to the point now where it just don't matter. People got the elbows on the table, you know, hats on at hmm. the table. I mean, you—you supposed to take your hat off at the table. You supposed to take your hat off when you know you're doing the uh, Star Spangled Banner. All of that, you know, needs to be taught at an early age. And I think if you do that, I think society as a whole will be a whole lot better.
2: Okay, very good, sir. Very good. And uh, I've got another caller to the six hundred one area code. I go. Back know you're staying in Mississippi to bring on the man, the myth, the legend, the minister of sexual affairs before Eminem. What's happening, bro? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Got Eminem on early nice, tonight. Man. What's up? <laughs> Damn. And you can comment on what Buck said, but I also want to ask you this. You know, Eminem, most companies have always had dress codes. Are those dress codes becoming more lax these days?
1: Um. Uh in the well, it's it's twofold. It's twofold. In the uh, in the slower sector, like your uh, your schools and stuff like that, mm, it's not evolving as fast. But in the corporate world, it's, it's changing dramatically. And now, where you got like when we was growing up, uh, now I don't know who the hell E. F. Hutton was, but the guy in the commercial anyway, the actor that's that was the yeah. stereotyped. Person older white male that was very you know uh not necessarily bourgeois but super business like you know everything was damn near uh, you know cufflinks the the spitz signs shoes the you know j- just that full original nineteen twenty through nineteen fifty business etiquette attire and all that kind of stuff. Okay, you know, jump forward. Now you got, you know, um uh, guys like, you know, rest in peace, Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg, Google Brothers. Now these are the billionaires and these guys, you know, might have Chuck Taylors on in a damn business meeting. So guess what? Right. Now that's gonna trickle down to everything else. So those traditional business owners with big time money have changed so much, and, you know, on a smaller scale, but more at home, uh, what affects, you know, um, most black communities or lower-ranking income communities, now you have athletes and entertainers like never before actually uh, owning things, so now you're not just playing ball for the Cleveland Browns, you might actually own a couple of uh, Starbucks in Cleveland, so now, this dude is coming in with you know earrings and you know uh you know neighborhood tattoos on his neck and all that shit, so guess what that trickles down to the workforce so that's that's the dynamic you're seeing on the corporate sector now with 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 state jobs and uh which is primarily your public schools and stuff like that it's kinda it's about the same it's not a lot changed with it uh that's, it's more people pushing the envelope where uh, maybe somebody has to uh coach them up into kinda of like some of the stuff but but was mentioned, you know, uh proper ways to do stuff like uh, like now I'm at a middle school, uh so, you know, with with some of the younger teachers, they kinda of have to be told or coerced to be like, Well, you know, um, you know, pumps and a and a and a and a hugging skirt might not be the best thing for a bunch of boys going through puberty. You know what I'm saying? So other than that kind of shit, you know, it's pretty much the same. But the corporate sector, man, that's done changed so fast. I mean, like I say, man, you no longer – I mean, I can't remember the last time I even heard a joke about somebody that's uh, some kind of old, you know, pooty poop you know, business owner or something like that because a business owner now can look like a a motherfucker on a skateboard or something, man. You know, I mean, now it's totally different, you know, so – so naturally that 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 changes on the day to day and it kind of it kind of um uh, it kind of is the reason that uh you know other than just the family dynamics and stuff this, it's it's kind of the reason a lot of stuff has changed what people don't know because if you don't have to do it for the most part, you might not do it. I know when we were kids, it was just like you know uh it was this big thing on. oh man, you know, make sure you you know, know how to tie tie and all that Because when you go for an interview, you ain't gonna get a job But now, you know, a lot of shit online anyway So they don't even see you They just hiring a they just hiring a, a, a body They not even hiring a person no more So, um Yeah, and know. let me
2: jump in a minute I got some folks holding right. Um, I also want to, let's see I also have, um On Facebook Out of Jackson, Mississippi, Curtis chimed in And said the problem is that it's not taught in homes enough, talking about etiquette. The school is just a bonus to what's being taught at home, what was being taught at home. Now parents want the schools to raise the kids. He also said that companies are too lax these days. Uh, My man Rex in Texas chimed in on Twitter. He said the dress codes are disappearing for people who don't deal directly with customers. And there is some truth to that as well. You have people working from home so, you know, they don't have to get dressed necessarily Or maybe they're not looking at the customer's face So they may be able to come to work in yoga pants oh, Let baby, me go to The 517 area code, Outskirts of the Motor City of Detroit Welcome uh, Crystal. Crystal How are you?
5: Hey Q, how are you?
2: I'm doing well And um, before I ask you a question let me also go to the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, to bring on the show enforcement, Ray. Ray, what's happening, man? Hey,
4: what's up, You hey, What's up, everybody? How y'all doing, tonight?
2: Doing well, bro. Uh-huh. And, Crystal, do you want to comment on the dress codes and them being more lax these days in corporate America, or do you think that they're fine?
3: Um,
5: I don't think they're lax, actually, um... It depends on what kind of corporate you're talking about. Um, the corporate I know, people still wear their blue, black, and, you know, brown or whatever suit and, you know, crisp white shirt, and that's still a thing. Um, where I work in the medical field, you know, a lot of us wear, you know, scrubs still and that kind of thing. Of course, it depends on where you are and it depends on the physician's and uh, what he or she is doing at that moment, but no, I, I think the dress codes are still very much in play. Now, when you think about some of the more um, newer companies who have more of an open type of um, setup, you know, you know, with all the whole creativity and all that stuff, then yeah, they're more lax because that's the whole purpose of them is to be more creative. Uh, to be more trendy or whatever, allow people to express themselves. So, yeah, that's a different, um, completely different setup. So I think things are broadening. But, you know, I think basically it depends on where you are and what, you know, line of work you're in.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a good perspective, a way of looking at it. And... um... I mean, it does depend on the line of work you're in. And, like, you have some, you know, like, of course, if you work in the medical field, you may get to wear scrubs. And, I mean, that's not an issue if you're wearing scrubs on a daily basis. But, uh, Ray, do you think that because we're becoming more lax in our day-to-day wardrobe that it's kind of spilling over into the workplace? Because now people can throw on some yoga pants and some Crocs. And, or pajamas and go to Walmart, and, I mean, is that kind of spilling over into the workplace?
4: Uh, no, I, I, don't, I don't see that. I mean, you know, it's not necessarily shooting ties, but, you know, it's doctors and khakis and, and you know, penny loafers and stuff like that where, you know, people that's corporate, they, you know, have a college shirt or something like that on. I mean, I disagree. You can't come in and wear anything you want and I think that's what's getting a lot of the young generation uh, messed up out here you know when you make a decision to get tats on your face your neck uh, your hands and your lower forearm is going to hurt you corporately you know or in, in corporate America Yeah, and you know, I don't think nobody is telling these young kids that, and particularly if you're black, you know, you already got two and three quarter strikes already, and then you know you come in and your dress code is not right because people can tell what you're about pretty much by the way that you dress. People can say it's wrong to stereotype this, and that, but we all do it. As a guy come in. And he's not professional. I just had a talk with a friend of mine today before I left. You know, we can be good workers, but you got to learn how to be professional as far as talking to people and, you know, don't slide in and try to hit me with street talk and all that and meet inside the building. You understand? You have to be professional. And I think if you don't dress professional, it's going to affect you. I mean, I can do a, a pretty much where I like it, where people know they know who I am. You know what I mean? If you're a person you going in to get something new, you have to dress correctly. Make sure you got your pants on your waist, a belt that fits, and so forth. You know, and not doing any 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 foolish dressing wearing a a, a scully in the summertime, wearing dark seeds in the building, you know, that that type of stuff. I don't think that you can do that nowadays. Now, maybe in Google or, you know, Apple or somewhere out in California somewhere, maybe they may have it relaxed like that. But in most places, it's not like that. Not what I can see. Yeah, it's
2: not. Okay. Um, well Buck let me go back to you man How can you tell a coworker that they're Dressed inappropriately with causing any Drama on the job I mean do you say Anything or do you just Let them kind of do what they do
3: Well I mean In today's society I mean Especially in the workplace um, <laughs> you, you know it's hard to say anything I mean you don't want to be saying something And then you know it'd be misconstrued Or something else you pretty much Gonna have to let that you know, now, if you're a supervisor or something like that, then, yes, you need to say something. But you just, just, you know, you, you're you a worker just like them. Let it ride, man, because, I mean, you don't want to get caught up in anything because, you know, people, there's so many people out there trying to start drama, and it shouldn't be that way. You know, you should be able to say, hey, you know, isn't that a little inappropriate for you to you know, be wearing at work, you know? You don't want to be looking like you're going to the club coming to work because, you know, it's definitely going to start – you know, drama and chaos. Now, I mean, there's a, there's a, everybody knows the difference between, you know, looking good and great and, you know, just overdoing it, you know, trying to get attention. And, you know, you just don't know what kind of, you know, what kind of situation you're getting involved in. So best thing to do is just let that ride and let the supervisor handle, handle those type of issues because that way you don't, you know, that way you don't get caught up trying to, you know, and, you know, she wearing something too low-cut Or he wearing capris or some shit like let, right. like, let the supervisor handle that shit
2: Okay On Facebook, Nicole in Houston agrees with you She says you, you don't say anything Unless you work in the HR department So But Eminem, let me ask you this, Eminem Are, are corporate dress codes Biased against minorities And if so, how?
1: Um, well I think it's evolved a lot to to now where it's not it, it's nothing the way it used to be. Like case in point, like now it's it's nothing to see like numerous people with like you know various ethnic hairstyles. But like in you know 70s and 80s, man, if you came on a job, uh, you know, with uh, even an afro and shit, you know, they didn't like that. You know, you damn sure wasn't gonna have no dreads and twists and stuff, so they weren't gonna let that go. But now it's like you know with more people being accustomed to uh just you know just black culture in general that stuff is not just the end of the world no more so i think it's an evolved a lot as far as that particular thing um you know i think it's kind of universal with uh with the men you know uh in a traditional sense with you know ties and all that stuff but now one thing that uh that uh that I had a, one time I didn't even take a job. Of course, it wasn't a corporate job, but it was, uh, I think it was, uh, well, Q, you know this place that uh, you're Buck, you know, Sutherland's on 80, Well, it used to be 80 and Pearl yeah, or somewhere. Yeah,
3: it's still
1: out uh, there. A, a yeah. cat man that uh, I went to Jackson State with, man, Uh, you know, I was hard up for money and shit, man, and, you know, scrapping up. For diabolos and all that bullshit, and I needed a job. And he said, Well, look, man, I can get you on, but man, you got to cut that goatee. And I was like, Man, nah, fuck that. I don't want to look like a damn, you know. I mean, some people just don't look right with their lip, you know. I mean, you know, it don't bother everybody. I, I look funny with my shit out. You know, I ain't trying to look like I've been in the joint looking like the dude that took J.J. hat and wiped his mouth with his oatmeal <laughs> that time. You know how his like, uh, man. Fuck that, you know, I can look like that, so. <laughs> so, uh, so I didn't take the damn job, and I thought that was kind of jacked up because, um, for the most part, you know, I'm not saying it's, it's racial because I guess it's something that you know, traditional uh, white corporations have been doing for years. You know, saying that they don't want a man with facial hair. But like, but I never understood that because if a man, if a man don't have facial hair, you know, I know it's kind of like that with public broadcasts and stuff. At least it used to be. They want you to shave your shit. I'm like, nah, that's why, that's what make us a man. Shit grow on our face for the most part. So, uh, you know, I had a big problem with that, you know, and they damn sure didn't like, nothing like goatees and stuff. So, uh, you know, but that, that was just kind of like a little personal quirk, but I think that was kind of, uh, that's probably one of the last frontiers, maybe, you know, and, you know, depending on the job and depending on the situation, but, uh, but uh, you know, they, they'll deal with the, the hairstyles somewhat and stuff like that, but uh a lot of uh traditionalists they have a problem with uh facial hair and they damn sure have a problem with goatees. That that kinda you know, goatees well originally kinda was a symbol of uh rebellion anyway. Uh so um that's kinda what, you know, I kinda heard about and I liked it and then like I say, you know, uh, certain professions, you know, <laughs> goatee was a status symbol, you know what I'm saying? You're like, when you could actually grow one, you know, I, ne- I never will forget, man. When, uh, when my shit connected, man, that was just like, man, that was just like the shit. Like, man, I'm in there now. My shit done connected, you know, because I had a little bit on my chin and, you know, mustache was already pretty heavy, but when my shit connected, man, that, that was like status. So, you know, I ain't finna cut this shit for Where's God, this
2: conversation going? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just reminiscing, man. But uh, but uh, but yeah, man. But to answer the question, yeah, yeah. I, I you know, I think a lot of stuff is you know ethnic uh, to an extent. Uh, but I think
3: mm-hmm.
1: that, I think more people now are more acceptive of it because see, you can't turn around and I. Now this might be something we'll talk about later on, but this this is something that I remember at a job that uh well was a, a former job me and Q used to be at. Uh, it was this young lady that had a very pronounced butterfly tattoo like in her breast and she wore like low cut. Oh stuff. yeah, I know that exactly who
2: you're talking about.
1: And that was the talk of this did oh man, that's everywhere you turn. You know, women was complaining shit like that. Okay, but at the same time they had this guy who liked his own gender. This motherfucker had, you know, breast and had some real tight booty shorts on one Saturday. And nobody had a problem with that but me. And I I was offended because I'm like, you know, y'all talking about this whole every day, and then this punk-ass nigga up here looking like some kind of circus freak from uh, uh, a low-budget park in San Francisco, and, you know, you ain't yeah. saying nothing about
0: this dude. Okay. You
2: know? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Crystal, let me ask you as far as the dress codes and minorities. And I don't know if hair is included in the dress code or not. Um, if it is, you can comment on it as well. But do you think it's by, um, that corporate dress code is kind of biased against minorities?
5: No, I don't. I don't think it's biased. I think that um, the dress code is the dress code. And uh, whether you're white, Latina, black, whatever, you know, rarely do a lot of people walk around, you know, in suits all the time Unless you're going to work for a particular, you know, whatever you're going out or whatever I mean, it's it's a dress code for so many different things, different parts of your life You have a dress code for work, you have hair for work, you have, you know, a dress code for going to the club I mean, some clubs you can't get in unless you dress a certain way whether it be b-boy type of dress, or whether it be, you know, like you know, you you're out on the town, I mean, you have to. There's always a dress code to to wherever you are and whatever you're a part of. Hell, in some places, you can't even dress a certain way around your friends. You know, you have to dress like they do or whatever. I mean, it's. I don't think it's biased at all, and and I think those. I'm wearing cool a tie now. I think those who say it's biased or who think it's biased are people who don't want to conform because they feel, oh, well, you're changing who I am. You're, you know, you're, you know. I'm like, yeah, I am changing who you are. I'm, ch- I'm turning you into a person who is supposed to be working at this particular place. That's what I'm turning you into. And if that's a problem, then you need to go work somewhere else where you can express yourself and dress any fucking way you want to dress. So no it's I don't think it's biased at all
2: okay, and three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number um, Ray, what about setting an example um if management isn't always dressed appropriately, does it make it okay for the entry level employees to do the same to not worry about it to be lax? Uh, it's okay to be relaxing in a jeans and a t shirt
4: and stuff like that, but at the same time, you know, you have to do what is considered to be professional. Like, you know, anybody can can put on, you know, a nice, comfortable sneaker, a t shirt, and jeans. That's okay. But when you have taking it to a street level where. You know, you got a $300 belt on and you got it unbuttoned and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, just stuff that you see on TV and seeing rappers and stuff doing, that kind of stuff is going too far. I couldn't agree with Crystal Moore, which she just said, because a lot of people don't understand that. If you want to get paid, uh, these decent the ways you need to conform to what they want you to do. Now, I'm not against wearing anything. Most is not a dress, lipstick, makeup, or something like that. Okay, I'm all right. You know, oh, we want you to wear a shirt and a tie? Okay, I can do that. Hey, you know, we want you to cut your, cut your hair down or whatever we want you to do. Okay, it's about you trying to do what you have to do. And I think a lot of people who don't want to live by rules you're following the wrong people. Like you hear these guys, Lil Wayne, them say, hey, remember, you be yourself. Don't change for nobody. Yeah, and you got $120 million talking like that. But the average <laughs> guy got to go out there and work for somebody, you have to conform. You can't go with a tattoo on your neck, you know, a mouth full of gold teeth and stuff like that, because nobody going to let you in the door like that. You know, tattoos all up and down your arm and stuff like that. We're talking about a job that's paying money. We're not talking about you working in a store, or you working where it doesn't matter what the people look like. When you get into corporate situations, people want yeah. you to present a certain image. And, you know, when you get around, because of how you dress is how you're going to behave and how you're going to talk. You a lot believe, of folks don't believe that. Say that again. If you, the way you dress is how you going to talk and how you going to act. I mean, I know you guys have been in places, call centers, and a whole lot of people, girl wearing short skirts and all that. What's she doing? <laughs> She's cursing like a seller. You know, God got same thing. I didn't smoke break. He talking, man. You know, bitch this, all that, bitch this, all that. <laughs> Yeah it is, it, It's alright But it got a place For what you're talking about Because the way I don't know where it is, How it is in other places But somebody walked by And you're using that type of language We can take it up with somebody If we want to So yeah. hey I don't, I don't talk that way So Not there anyway I can get out here I talk any way I want you know, store up whatever somebody say something wrong. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it to the bitch talk quick. But you can be your own person when you off work. But when you at work, you got to do what they say do. Because like it or not, for eight hours, ten, twelve, whatever you work, they own your ass to a certain extent. You just you you leasing yourself out. That's all you doing. Laughing over, oh, you uh, know, I'm my own person. Is not no such thing. You come through their door, you gotta do what they say you do. If you don't want to do what they say you do, you work somewhere else.
2: Pretty much. All right. So, um Buck, do you think that your work attire should affect like any type of promotion potential? I mean, even if you do a good job, can you still be passed over if you're not dressing the part?
3: Yeah, I think so. Um you know, because it's part of, you know, they say you have to wear a certain thing, and if you don't ever do it, then, yeah, it's going to cost you. Um, you know, you won't be able to get that particular position no matter how qualified you are for it. There's rules to follow, even if they're minute in your eyes, but, I mean, I would hate to think that I would lose a you know, lose out on a position just simply because I wasn't wearing what I was, you know, what what was, you know, in the handbook to wear. So, yeah, I think it it can cost you.
2: Okay. And Eminem, what do you think? Do you think it's right that you can be passed over based on your appearance, even though you may do a good job?
1: Uh, I, I think it all depends on the, you know, the place of work you're at. Um, you know, how much well, the they actually de- dependent on you. You know, like if uh-huh. you uh, if you're the top, you know, like if you're in a in a, um, just say the restaurant business, you know, and your your uh certain cuisine that you you know specialize in is is what's requested most by you know some of the top cats that come in there well you know they'll kind of they'll tell you that stuff but they're not going to enforce it you know whereas if it's a job where they're not really dependent on you and they can replace you with anybody well yeah it matters big time uh matter of fact. now of course you know you can't compare fast, fast food to, you know, uh, 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 you know certain uh, you know levels of jobs. But I just kind of had a flashback, man. I know when uh, uh, when I was in fast food years back, man. Uh, shit, I was late about the meeting about being late. But the thing about it is, nobody <laughs> nobody couldn't outcook me, and nobody couldn't outwork me. Nobody damn sure couldn't outclean me up at the job location. So guess what? Even the damn district manager started laughing because it was just like, okay, they all but said this shit we saying go for everybody else, but 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 me, see what I'm saying? And uh, you know, of course that just kind of blew my head up a little bit because it was funny because everybody started laughing. Cause when I walked in, the meeting was about motherfuckers being like, but you know, uh, so it all depends on what you bring into the table. Now, like I say, if it's a job where you can be replaced and you just a number, oh hell yeah, that matter that matter big time. But if you you doing something physical or doing something with your hands or something you can fix and the AC went out and shit, really nobody can't work on this shit, but you mm, you pretty much get a pass on anything. That handbook, they can throw that shit out the window. It's like, yeah, you know, it's kind of almost like it's almost like the locker room. It's almost like, you know, yeah, you know, nobody should be late at the meeting, but, you know, but if we if we tell, you know, Tom Brady he's suspended for being late at the meeting, this this could be the damn game that caused the damn playoffs, you know. So, I mean, you know, if you master your craft, you can almost bullshit on any job you at if you bring mm-hmm. certain things to the table. I knew uh, different car salesmen and shit, man, and, uh, you know, that same type of shit. You know, the shit went for everybody else, but, you know, if you – if you meeting your quota, then some you making all this damn money, man. They they kind of they kind of turn a deaf ear to a lot of shit. But for the most part, to answer the question, it matters. But if you if you really really impact whatever it is you're doing, then nah, that shit for everybody else though.
2: All right, so let's change <laughs> gears a little bit. Let's let's get away from corporate America a little bit. <laughs> And, Crystal, let me ask you this. Now, Crystal, I went to a birthday party, um, you know, kind of, I want to say, you know, on a nice side of town. It was a kid's birthday party. The kid was 10. And so when I got there, all of the people that were there were dressed like parents. Okay, they were just wearing, you know, maybe short pants and a T-shirt or whatever, right? However, I also went to a birthday party for some four year olds on a less than favorable part of town. And the women there, they were just for the club. The dudes looked like they were out in the corner and everything. I mean, when it's a children's birthday party, should it be a certain type of etiquette? I mean, should people look like they're ready to club when they're at a children's birthday party?
5: Well, okay, first of all, in the black community, at least some of us, um, when you go to a party, the kids are just an excuse to have a party. They're not really, it's not really their birthday party. I mean, they're there, you know, whatever. You know, that's that's just the excuse to have a party. Yeah, but that's when all the, you know, everybody else gets together and they drink and they dance. Or whatever, because I remember back in the day when my kids were little and younger and everything. Yeah, we would have parties all the time. And when it's their birthday, okay, it's a birthday party. But the kids weren't there for most of the party. They were there in the beginning, you know, and then that was it. And then the rest of the night was, you know, grown up. So, and I've gone to other people's party, not just white, black too, whatever. Who the kids' birthday party was actually a birthday party. It was boring as hell. But, you know, I mean I guess it just depends. You need to know where you're going, I guess.
2: <laughs> All right. Ray, what do you think, man? Is is it up to the parent to establish what the dress code is if it's something that may be a problem?
4: Oh uh, the, yeah. I mean, the party. Yeah, I would say so. I mean I think as, as a parent and you around kids, you always got to set a positive example. It can't just be, you know, you got liquor and everything out there. You know, like Chris was saying, it, it, uh, a kid's birthday party, you got adults there. There's nothing but an excuse for adults to get together and party. You know, if it's kids, you take that to Chunky e. Cheese or somewhere and let the kids have fun. If you having a party and it's all adults there and everybody drinking liquor and everybody trying to you know get each other phone numbers and stuff like that, that ain't nothing but an adult party. So, <laughs> you know, I, I I think um you know there's, there's nothing wrong with being comfortable There's nothing wrong with, with 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 dressing you know how you like to dress to a certain extent, but you have to be responsible when you're doing so. You know, it, it, it's, like you like everybody likes what they like, you know, whether it's sneakers or whether it's clothes, whether it's shoes, whether it's sweaters, however you choose to dress. You just want to be a good adult when you're doing it, you know, and I don't think you could do that around kids You wearing mini skirts, and you know how it was, we were little boys, you know, you teacher could have a skirt below her knee but she crossed her leg and you could see a little bit of leg whatever that was a big yeah. deal for a young boy you like yay hey, man
2: you know so I think you gotta real, be real careful with that and I was gonna go there too and ask um, you. I don't know if y'all have seen the photos that went viral a couple of weeks ago of the woman they called teacher Bay. Ooh. yeah
4: <laughs> the one down in Georgia?
2: Yeah. Oh man. And how did you all feel about that? I mean, this for whoever wants to answer. How did you feel about Teacher Bay? Was that inappropriate for the classroom? I say yes, but damn, she she uh man.
4: I mean, she she but as 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 a, as a, as a as <laughs> right. hey, get it so out. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no. As an, older, as an older adult, you have to say, yes, that is too much for the classroom because she's a very beautiful, a very built woman. I don't care what she put on. she going to look good at But at the same time, you have to, you know, you got to, you have to tone that down because you have kids. I know it's, it's like now we can say, man, you know, hey, man, you know, if you was uh. 13 or 14, you fool around with the chick and all that, but that's your kid. You have to shut that kind of stuff down because you know, that's just a responsible thing to do. Now, of course, like I say, you always going to be looking and thinking certain things or whatever, but as a parent, you got to set that example. So yeah, if I had to take a photo, I'd tell she turned turn that down as a parent. But of course, I'm going to look at all the pics and everything else and have fun with it, but as a parent, I would say, now she toned down." Sure
3: Damn, so uh, she got some blocks. She disagree? got some
2: boom. Anybody disagree? <laughs> or about it what down? She wore, what she wore was fine. First of all, did everybody see
1: her? I, I hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't, uh, I hadn't seen it yet.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. you need to look that
1: up. And what is what is called Teacher <laughs> Bay?
2: Yeah, hashtag Teacher Bay. One word. Yeah. B a e.
3: B a e. was just
2: by the how to spell it. Okay.
3: Yeah. She. And
2: Crystal, Crystal gotta, what do you, you think about that. it as a, as a, as a, as a lady? Do you think that uh, she was doing too much? Um.
5: Actually, what she had on, um, I think the her. I mean, the actual clothes were fine. Um, I think she had on like a. a twin-set vest, actually. I mean, a twin sweater thing looked like, I guess. I didn't really pay that much attention, but she, um, she, I mean, she looks like a typical black chick. I mean, I don't know what, I mean, was, I was so amazed. I mean, she, was a, she had a very pretty face. She had a very pretty face. No. Well, okay, to me, she looks pretty no. goddamn no. typical, you know, especially mm-hmm. depending no. on what, what part of the neighborhood you're in. Looks pretty goddamn yeah. typical. But she had a very pr- pretty face.
1: I need um, to live in your that. Okay, yeah. so...
5: Well, I, you know what? Uh, well, maybe you do. Hell, Detroit is like a dime a dozen, these motherfuckers. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, whatever. So, like so, neighborhood it, it, so, USA. What? I
4: mean, so, I
5: don't see
1: but, yeah, what difference... are you saying that... Because I had not seen it yet. Is it kind of like the thing where what she wearing is okay, but it's kind of like the... Uh,
5: she had tits and ass, okay. Right, but that's, that's, is, watch I'm, I'm, that's what I'm getting at.
1: Like, like yeah. uh if anybody has seen like uh, mm-hmm. you know drill team outfits and shit like that, you know, with with, with, no. uh, with black girls. No, nah, no she she's like like wearing
3: that. like workout work stuff like that. Oh, okay. But, she, man, she,
2: she,
4: gonna
2: she has shut a picture. It down, brother, wherever she, at. she has a picture of Eminem wearing a pair of jeans and. She, don't don't listen to Crystal. She's not typical. <laughs> okay, I got, I got
5: you. You know what's not typical about her? Let me tell you what you guys must be tripping on. is the fact that she's actually pretty and has a body. I that's think most of, of y'all are used to some ugly bitches having great bodies. And then the pretty ones, are, you know, and probably not as, as, you know, as her shape. So, you know, kind of. I guess a thick is the word. I guess thick was you know whatever <laughs> you know. Enter in your whatever rap rap song you want, but um, I think that was a combination. Yeah. <laughs> with what the guys really went crazy off of because I don't think normally a lot of black guys whatever they don't they don't pay attention. I think mainly, or they don't see that many black women. Who are pretty and in the face and have a body like that. Usually it's not. Just, I don't know. But I think she fine. I don't see all that. I don't, want, I don't, I don't, don't want
4: to
5: all see how that is. I mean, yeah, I mean, my, my, my only reasoning as to why guys were going off. I'm like, what are you talking about? Hell, go around the corner. There's a girl hey. right there looks just like her. Hey. I mean, I don't hey. understand what the whole thing oh, was no. over, oh, no. over her. I really don't.
4: Hey. I mean, hey, but I'm, like, I'm a kid.
5: So, I don't know. Maybe. What but, else?
4: Because if you, uh, didn't see really picture, you you remember how fine Beyonce cousin was about early oh, this year.
3: God. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I'm here. not going to say she's she quite that fine, but she is damn close. Yeah. She on her yeah. no way. Hey. She is damn close. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'll shut
2: her school down.
4: Man, man.
2: Listen, I'm going to share it with you on Facebook, Eminem. All right.
3: Yep. She damn sure shut the school <laughs> down, for sure.
2: Yeah,
1: boy. Janice can't mop Ooh. up shit looking at all that, huh?
3: Anyway.
4: Whatever. Yeah. Motherfucker be spitting everywhere. I, as I, I say, just can't buy corner clean the, the room, difference, baby. And the, difference, <laughs> and the difference between her and a lot of hooded cheeks that you might see, this woman is educated. She is well proportional. Oh, she is thick. Yes. And. She's not gonna bring all that baggage, kids, diseases, all that stuff is going to European. I don't know. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't, I don't know remember.
5: how remember. You know
3: hey, I don't remember them hey, saying hey, whether or not she hey, had any children hey, or that's not. Old rule I of can't tongue, remember that.
1: Laura. So if she looked like that, then you ain't gotta wear nothing. And actually, she wasn't a teacher. <laughs> no she judgment. was actually a
5: um, a, <laughs> <laughs> a teacher's assistant or something. She was still like you know getting her degree or whatever. But yeah. um but yeah, but she's in school. That's what you know you have to do your intern and, and yeah. all that okay. to get teacher okay. assistant first. But okay. I thought she was very pretty and um but yeah, I don't know what the hell you guys <laughs> must not see enough prettiness or something. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah.
2: That was crazy. I tagged you I tagged you in an M M&M. and I I don't even remember what my question was. All right. okay. all right, uh, all right, let's talk about other places where uh should there be a um a dress code. Buck, let me go back to you. Should there be a dress code for churches?
3: Yeah, I mean, you don't need a dress code for church, but I mean we again, you know, we could talk we could use that same what we just talked about, um, going in church too Because 'cause we've all seen some, you know, I don't know whether they just coming from the club to come to church or what, but I've seen some women. Um, come up in the church with the, you know, with, the, you know, with the girls hanging all out and, you know, making something. Those those guys make them pay to make a skip a beat. So, I mean, you need to come in. I think there needs to be some sort of etiquette when you come into, you know, church wearing something, you, you know, you can, if you want to wear jeans, that's fine. Along their press, um, you know, just wear something appropriate. You don't want to look like you're going to the club, you know, coming to church. You know, you you don't want to look like that because you're definitely going to have some folks talking about it or you're going to have some people skipping some notes in the choir stand or something. So I think you need – you know, you got to have – I know a friend of mine, I went to church one time, had her girls out, and I was like – and the the usher was looking straight down down her shirt, and I was like, you got that cover up because this ain't going to work right here, you know, so – yeah, you know, I said you 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 be sending the wrong message. You know, so you got to make sure you keep them. Th- you know, you got to keep keep it appropriate. So you know?
1: so so basically, but if she got on her knees and prayed, every old man in that motherfucker start growing hair back on. Huh?
3: You got that right. <laughs> <laughs> he said, all of them go hair back. <laughs> 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 Even then we just got to take it off the reel, don't
4: you? <laughs> oh, bear.
2: Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, where was I? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody want to comment on that? <laughs> uh, probably not. Yeah. And,
3: all right, so, so,
2: just a few more questions, and we'll we'll, we'll change subject. Are, are some people fairly uh, unfairly accused of not dressing appropriately simply because their body is banging? I mean, are there some people yeah. just because they're you yeah. know they're that's, curvy, they that's, they that's get, what I wanted
3: to comment on. Well, that that goes with it though.
4: I mean, you you can't be uh, very voluptuous and wear certain things. It's just like a guy wearing a tank top and. And you got meat hanging everywhere. You're not supposed to do that. And yeah. it goes in reverse. Now, get me wrong, if a woman got, you know, a stone hanging out the back of shorts to whatever the kid goes, you're going to look at it. But at the same time, you know, she need to go put some clothes on. Oh, yeah, you're oh, going to no. get her eyes full of it. But as a professional, you will going to say, hey, you know, she need to to cover that up. That don't mean you don't want to see it because she needs to cover it up. It's just from a adult standpoint, hey, you know, you got you just, just two sexy, you know, that Nicki sexy with it. You like, hey man, you know, of course, you don't get an eye fool but if but as an adult you say she need to cover that up. That was your daughter or somebody like that, would you want her to cover up the answer would be yes it don't look good. It's just what she need to do.
3: And sometimes women sometimes we wear too, you know, depending on if they are they sometimes they wear stuff too baggy so they don't show their curves. And, you know, so, I mean, you don't want to wear something so baggy that it looks like it's about to fall off, fall off for you. You want to wear something. You can wear something that's loose. And still look appropriate, but you don't, you know, you don't want to wear something too loose, and just like you don't want don't want to wear something too tight either, you know. You don't. I mean, it could it, it could be, you know, guys don't need to be walking around with pants so damn tight that it look like Burt Reynolds jeans, you know. So, you know, you, you be singing soprano and shit, when you speak to somebody talking all high and shit. So, I mean, you just gotta, you know, there's there's appropriate, you know, there's something appropriate on both sides, you know. But you just have to make sure, that, you know, it's a delicate balance, but there is a balance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's, that's why I know damn well I could never, you know, um, you know, make decisions or whatever because I'm talking about it yeah, ain't a damn job I ever had. that I didn't let it be known, man. It wouldn't be no damn just code for the women. You know, all that shit be just strictly for, you know, guys that, you know, want to just – you know, think they women or something Yeah, you can call it discriminating, but fuck that I don't want to see all that shit, you know What you do is your business, but I don't want to see that But, you know, but I mean If the good Lord bless you with certain stuff, man Shit, hell, let us let us, You know, get a cheap thrill, you know Hell, man, you might even get a You know, a few extra sodas in the break room or something You know, showing a little more, you know Shit all right, Hell, that's, that's how Daisy Duke Got famous on the show Hell, you know Shit, they got when uh when Bo and Luke get locked up. Shit, they used to come through there and the old boys, Roscoe Pico, training them. They 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 let them out. Shit, that's how it go. That's real. So, uh, you know, like Bo said, we got to get back to the basics, man. Shit, lady, lady, um, man. Shit. Lord that mercy. No. Yeah. <laughs> hell, let them, let them go to the store buy it, because think about it. You know, just like anything else, man. You know, everything got seasons and shit, you know. So when you're born, you don't know what the hell you're going to look like. Then as you go on and you start developing and stuff, you're like, damn, you know. So it's just like, you know, it's kind of like the story of the ugly duck. So the thing about it is, these girls slash women only going to be in their peak so long. Let them, man, let them express themselves. Sit up here talking about, oh, shit, you know, she need to do this, she need to do that. Hell, ain't nobody, listen, ain't nobody complaining about that shit, but the chicks that wish they can wear that shit. that That's 99% of most of it, because I know that old job where me and Q was at, the main ones talking about certain ones, man, goddamn, that be like, okay, well, uh, because I can, you know. I knew quite a few that never talked about nobody else but the reason why they ain't talked about nobody else they ain't have to you know right you know so I'm just like man shit like I said if I made the rules boy ooh boy people giving Donald Trump a hard time shit They're, they're I'd be the poster child for that type of shit i like hey i like shit you got the damn job I don't care if you don't know how to spell your damn name you got the motherfucking job shit <laughs> <laughs>
2: All righty then. So, Crystal, back to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> Crystal, if a if a curvy lady and a thin lady wear the exact same outfit, should they both be sent home if it looks inappropriate? I guess on one more so than the other, or should the decision be based on how it fits? Okay, I'm
5: sorry. Um. Well, first of all, I, okay, I can't even speak to what you said. Um.
3: Oh, it's it, ain't it?
5: Yeah, my ears, my ears. Okay. Anyway, um, the well. Okay. Okay. First of all, okay. Let's let's take it yeah, from she's the going to I'm
2: going to repeat the question. She derailed.
5: No, she gave, she gave. <laughs> no I'm not derailed. Um, just let's take it from the point of view of the young lady who we just were just talking about. Uh, the picture is on, you know, your Facebook. I don't particularly care for the last two pictures um, with her in the blue jeans and the, the, I guess, the animal print dress or whatever. Um, for school, that's not a good idea. Okay. <laughs> And just because yeah. of what it is, no matter who's put it on, who put it on. But um, but in her first outfit, if there was a woman who was slimmer or, you know, differently shaped or whatever, um, it would look different because it would look, you wouldn't think of it in a sexual way. You would just look at her and go, oh, you'd probably even say, oh, that's a very plain dress and sweater, (laughs) you know, no big deal because it's not sexualized by her breast or butt or whatever because um, it's just a simple outfit. Now, when it's skin tight on someone who has large breasts like she does and large butt, then it does sexualize the outfit. So like some women, some women can wear uh, a tank top, you know, maybe a size B cup or whatever, and it's not that big of a deal. It's a tank top and blue jeans, you know, whatever. Another woman who's a size D cup and the same tank top is sexualized because all we see is cleavage, you know. So, yeah, I think it does matter. And as as far as the outfits, or whatever dress code for you know being sex, sexy at, at school, or sexy. At whatever I mean, come on! I mean, seriously, come on! There are some places you are not supposed to. You can dress down, even no matter how you know large or like the woman there. She could have dressed it down a little bit. She could have. I mean, you know where you're going. Where do you think you're going? <laughs> you know, you're going to a school to work. You're not going to the club or to just out and about at the mall. What are you trying to attract? And maybe she didn't know. She didn't realize.
1: Well, hold on now. I I, I beg to differ, because this is an actual true experience, a true experience. Oh, God. Where, hold on now, hold on now. Okay, it was an older male principal, but with certain people, you know, when kids get acting a fool, in their classes, you know, the shit get handled, and everybody knew why, you know, so, you know, she could have been, you know, trying to make sure she, you know, that's classroom management one-on-one, you know, shit, if you got a straight male principal, and, you know, this motherfucker's just looking for a reason to come to your room, and you're like, oh, I'm having problem with little Johnny back there, well, shit, yeah, he's gonna be dropping in all the time, he ain't gonna be telling you what you need to be doing with, with more productive blessings and he's gonna be like, hey, boy, come here, you know, shit, just to, you know, just to say, oh, thank you, you're so kind, and all that shit. So, you know, go ahead, I, I didn't mean to, you know, I just had to throw that. So, what you're it.
5: teaching these, um seven-year-old girls is that you need to look like your little Miss Heidi teacher in order to get anything done.
1: Mm, and no, but that's the I real
5: think, world, I, and I, I have to, I have to disagree. With saying that the only people who are complaining are the people who are you know not as attractive. I don't think so. I think the only people who are complaining are the ones who are mature and are adults. And you can look. it, it To me, it's just the same as anything else. You come to work at a corporate office in just slacks or whatever and very very casual top. Instead of a suit like you're supposed to wear, someone's going to say something. I mean, it's just women have to deal with this all the time. Men don't have to deal with this. See, that's the whole thing. This is what makes it so horrible. But men don't have to deal with this. They put on a stupid suit, and they're fine. Women, we have to look at how big are our tits and, you know, how much is our ass showing. You know, don't wear anything too low or too high. You on, pin on, pin pin pin
4: on. Right,
1: pin on you who the ball, then you yes. you
5: are being judged by your sexuality and not being judged by your work and and who you are. Hey, if so that, that, it wouldn't be America, shit. That's a, is it, but that's the problem.
1: That's the problem. No,
5: that's what we're no. doing right like now. Well,
1: I know damn well I can. Live, I mean, I where I can live in the, in the like Middle East. So I'm like, man, all these hoes covered up, man. Show some of this shit. I don't want to see them. I want to see something, mm-hmm. man. Goddamn.
2: You be lucky if you well, see that's them That's why they're so covered up. But nobody it's, supposed it's, to see
5: that except for her husband. I, I think. I think going back
2: to to what was mentioned <laughs> earlier, that um, if you're if you're an attractive woman, you don't have a. I don't think you have a lot of leeway in the workplace of wearing something inappropriate. Somebody's gonna hate on. Um, now. Another group of people who get hate on, if you're a big girl and you try to do too much, people are going to hate on you, um, I, I mean, and, you know, report you and things of that nature. So I do think how you look determines how quickly you may be reported as far as wearing something inappropriate. I do think race plays a role in it as well. Uh, body shape definitely plays a role in it because, you know, um, in corporate America, it's not uncommon to see um Slimmer women wear skirts that stop, you know, three inches above the knee, but it's not that big of a deal. But, you know, if you're curvy and your dress stops three inches above the knee, then it just looks differently, you know, and uh, or maybe it it hikes up a little bit higher when you're in certain positions. So, I mean, you do have to be mindful of your body types as well. Um, To Crystal's point, is it fair to sexualize? Women like that, no, it's not fair. Is it reality as far as what happens? Absolutely. It's just something that happens, and there's nothing in place to change that at this time. but uh um, well
5: you should look you should look neat and you should look um presentable, and you should look like you are about business and and not trying to and, and that goes for, like you were saying, a larger person maybe who's not quite in shape. Well, then you wear bigger clothes or clothes that fit your body, to fit your size. They do make them. So, there's no excuse for not looking neat. Yeah. So, I mean, and just because it's made in your size doesn't mean you're
2: meant to wear that shit. This is true. This is true. All right, going to take a quick break, and then we'll get into the last topic and wrap things up here on the Talk to Q Radio show.
0: Hi, this is Victoria Bolton,
5: author of the Roo Boy USA series, and you are listening to the Talk TalkTQ radio show. No experts, just opinions.
2: All right, we're going into this last topic, and Chris, i got to start with you on this because I know you're kind of in the know on things. Um this whole Kim Kardashian got robbed thing. Now a lot of people are speculating that is publicity a publicity stunt. A lot of people are speculating that maybe she really did get robbed. Um I know you're in the know on these things. Well what's what's your take on the whole Kim K got robbed?
5: Well <laughs> I I believe she got robbed. Okay. But there there are more uh, information that's coming out that definitely uh, has made it an inside job. Uh, Some people are even saying that it was just a whole, not so much a hoax as, well, I guess it would be a hoax, um, where they kind of just staged this thing um, in order to get insurance money, which is kind of interesting theory, but there's too many holes in this. The main thing I can think of is that, yes, she was robbed, but it was a, um inside job. Probably her bodyguard plus other people who had to, they had to have known where she was going to be, how to um, get into this particular building. But also they even said that the concierge was in on it as well because they didn't feel that, he was tied up in a way that would have kept him, you know, incapacitated for the amount of time that they were there. So, you know, basically it is bullshit. I don't know whose bullshit it is, but it was definitely an inside job. You know, it was just, yeah, too many holes in their stories. It doesn't make any sense. And then the whole thing with Kanye walking off the stage, I'm like, you got 10 minutes to go, motherfucker. Keep singing. (laughs) <laughs> I did make any I mean he only had a few he he's gonna finish the show. What are you gonna do with shooting fucking parents for crying out loud? So what? Be all right. Yeah,
2: but someone tells you you're you know good and well, Christopher, yo if you would have been bound and gagged and robbed that you would want your husband to come immediately. Come on now. You're gonna say he's gonna stay at work. He wouldn't 10 have more gotten
5: minutes?
1: there any sooner.
2: You want you, know? you, you would have been staying at work ten more minutes. Yeah. I don't ain't believe. no merry
1: ain't What's no merry man going to come behind that shit if you don't yeah. react to something like that Or you she might go she back. wouldn't
2: know. It don't matter. But all right, so for those who don't know, Kim Kardashian um was in a hotel room if I'm not mistaken. You can correct me on anything I'm wrong, Crystal. And um, she yes, was it wasn't somewhere a hotel somewhere. room. Okay. She was somewhere and, uh, it was an apartment.
5: It was an apartment, was a privately held apartment that they rented out to stars and to celebrities and people who could afford it in Paris, so they can have their own like little apartment instead of a
2: all right. hotel. Okay. And uh, so she's in the apartment. Her mom and her sister. Her mom and someone else was um, at a nightclub, I think, and the bodyguard was with them. I think it was one bodyguard. And so essentially, some folks rolled up on her. What they tied her up and was, well, she was robbed at gunpoint, right? Yes. Yeah. And took a whole bunch of jewelry and just a whole bunch of loot. Uh, She had a ring that she just posted on Instagram, a photo of, I think it was worth $4 million or something that Kanye gave her. Um, Yes.
5: It was an engagement ring or something. Oh,
2: whatever. Yeah. So a lot of people. A lot of people said up front, well, this is someone who, who you know, is always looking for attention, so this was probably staged. This is a Ron Lochte moment or something. And now as things go, has progressed a little more, maybe it did happen. It's just that maybe someone who knew her, which I'm kind of with Crystal, someone who knew the routine, the bodyguard was going to be there, all this stuff, had to know what was going on. But um I didn't know if any of you had a take on it. Do you think it's possible that she may have faked this or do you think that she may have brought it on herself or posted a picture of a four million dollar ring?
0: Well, I mean <laughs> I don't think I don't think it
5: was a ring. I think it was just the fact that um it was probably like I said, it was I think it has to do with the concierge. Uh-huh. And he knew what was going on, he knew and he called his boys. I mean, they were all set up. I mean <clears throat>
1: This was just, yeah. It was just—it was just so, 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 so yeah. much of an inside I, job. It doesn't make any sense. I—I I think it was kind of on the lines of, uh, you know, like I say, I—I I totally agree. I think it's an inside job, but I think it was real, and I think it's somebody who took advantage of the situation. And it happened in the hood all the time. Like, drug dealers yeah. get robbed. It's just like, okay, you getting wh- wh- who are you gonna report this to? Now, even though the situation different, it's just like, okay, your your whole success. Is based off reality and, 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 and over-glamorized paparazzi type stuff. So who's going to believe you? Most people are going to think this is bullshit. So guess what? That is prime opportunity for somebody who want to take that because it's just like, okay, we can rob them, and nobody's going to believe it. They're going to think this is some stage. They're going to say, you know, you know, uh, you know Kanye might have came up with this shit right before he released you know, uh, 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 some new product or something. I mean, anything. So it's just like it's unfortunate, but I think that's what happened. I think that somebody just took advantage of it, you know, like, like, hey, you standing out here now, and we finna hit you up, and, you know, nobody's going to believe it anyway. So, bam, that's what happened. Okay. Which is very unfortunate because, you know, it's almost like, It's almost like it could be life-changing. It it could almost turn to, like, well, you know, I don't even know, you know, this this lady has, uh, you know, been in the public eye literally, you know, all curvy parts in in the public eye for the last, what, 10 years? So, you know, if this shit is real, could you imagine her not wanting to be in the public or, you know, sharing herself with the world and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that that's gonna be. Uh, I don't know. She might have to have some serious counseling behind that shit, man. That's almost like, you know, uh, a athlete, you know, a track star or something. You know, never being able to run again or something. I mean, it's like that. I mean, it's, if if it, if it's not bullshit, I mean, that that might be some some serious shit, man. You know.
2: Um. I don't, um, I don't know. I, what, I, I'm not. I'm not a Kardashian fan or whatever, but I mean, I ain't gonna sit here and say that I want someone to get robbed either, especially at gunpoint. Um, so hopefully they'll figure everything out. Now, if it comes out that it was staged, then she deserves whatever um, comments she gets from the from the general public. But if it you know they find out she didn't have anything to do with it, then. You know, I hope she does get counseling or whatever she needs to get over something like this, because that's nothing I, I just will wish on anyone, someone having a gun pointed at me. So, Well, I mean, the, the
1: tying up part is the worst part. The gun, gun pointing, I mean, that goes away real quick, you know, but if somebody actually, you know, tie you up in your mind, you're thinking, okay, the next thing they're going to do is off me because nobody wants to leave a witness. You know, that type yeah. of shit.
2: Or get so, raped or anything.
1: Right, right, right. But somebody just throw you know a pistol on your face, you like, okay, shit, man, y'all got me, man. Take this shit or whatever. But yeah. if they say, look, motherfucker, get in this trunk, you like, oh shit. You know every episode of unsolved mysteries and all that bullshit you ever seen going through your head at that point, like God, damn.
2: right, right, <laughs> you're right. So, all right. So tomorrow we got zone coverage. We got to give. Um, it's the first quarter of the season that's gone by the first four games. So we'll give first quarter grades, give report cards to the teams. Um, right now, of course, all the teams that haven't won a game—I think Cleveland may be the only one that hasn't won a game—gets uh, an F. Then teams like Carolina may get a D. You know, uh, the Rams may get an A. You know, we'll take a look at it and talk about.
1: The Eagles may get an
2: A uh, tomorrow. <laughs> Mm. And, yeah, I like I've overachieved they, They'll get an A plus If you're undefeated you get an A plus So yeah, right, about that <laughs> Tomorrow uh, Next week you know, I'll be back with some More um, Current event and whatever type of Discussions we, we get into for next Week I'll come up with something Got a Halloween show coming up in a few weeks So get ready for that that should be good and uh, we'll get into final thoughts. And on your final thoughts, I don't know if you all are into this or not, but over the weekend um, on Netflix, a TV series by the name of Luke Cage came out. It's another Marvel Comics um, TV series, but it features a black superhero. And it's something Crystal has talked about on her website over at getcrystallized.net. And if you haven't seen it, uh, which I, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard a lot about it, and I know a lot about it it's It's just a straight black superhero, okay you know the people in the in the TV series is black are black. you know most of the characters are black. the setting is in Harlem, so it's in a black area. Well, of course, white people took to Twitter and said that it was too black. They said it was racist and there weren't enough white people. And for the most part, I think that they do this just to try to get under get under our skin because we do it to them. Um, but you can comment on that. You can comment on the show if you've seen it or not. Um, if you haven't, I recommend that you at least give it a chance because, uh, you know, we're talking about it's not often that you have. Black leads, and now we're starting to see them on a regular basis. We got the Black Panther movie coming out in February, which is going to be big and have a predominantly black cast, um, and take place in this mythical country um, part of Africa. And um, so we're we're starting to get a little more exposure, and you know we'll talk about if it's good or bad or not. But you can comment on Luke Cage and how people think that it's too black. But uh, Crystal, I will start with you on your final thoughts.
5: Okay, sorry again. <laughs> um, okay, well, um, good show and In- interesting uh, comments. Um, I don't have much to say about the um, etiquette. I don't know if we really got into etiquette, I think we got into just clothing. <laughs> how you dressed? Yeah
2: I'm going to bring um, up manners and stuff But I, I kind of just pushed it back Based on the way everything was going So I should have
5: <laughs> But anyway um, Good show, good to hear from everybody um, As far as Luke Cage uh, I did post a review on there I thought it was you know, really good I'm not really into a lot of the um, Superheroes and everything As far as the series that they have out But I do try to give yeah. them a chance and, um, cause I, I like the comic part of it and it's more so than the actualities of them. Uh, and I like the movies, but what they were talking about, you know, this show or series, you know, the main character, um, he is, of course he's very dark skinned, I mean, in a very beautiful way, you know, I mean, he was hot, you know, just amazing. Okay. Um, and I think in real life he has a white wife, and she's very blonde. So whatever.
4: In <laughs> so real life.
5: Totally, totally get off for that. <laughs> get, you know, get over it or whatever. <laughs> I believe so. It's, those are the only pictures I see. Is him with this woman. I'm assuming that's his wife. But um, <clears throat> anyway, but yeah, the, the 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 story is very is very black. I mean, as in, I mean, he's in Harlem for crying out loud. The, it's true to the environment that he would be in, in Harlem, um, which would be other black people. I mean, it wasn't you know. And so I don't understand what they were saying. Maybe they were upset that the love interest is black. And, you know, she's not like that whole half black or Latina-ish. No, she's black, which is good, you know, and a lot of the other characters are very much black. Uh, maybe they were upset about the big the Biggie Smalls painting that was on the wall, which I thought it was actually kinda of fit the character of the um you know, the main nemesis guy, you know. So you know, whatever. And I thought it was I thought it was done very well. It's just the beginnings of it, so as you know, they're setting up the characters and all that kind of stuff. But um I thought it was very well and I thought it was very refreshing actually to see um a very dark-skinned black man in a very powerful role. And um, and that, that was very, very hot, very good. And he looks better than Idris, so maybe that was even, you know, maybe they didn't like that either. <laughs> so I don't know. And, and
2: also for the role not to be a slave.
5: Oh yeah, and it's not anything like that. It's set in present day. He's like he's a human. He's like a, a Wolverine or a Batman, where um, you know he's still he's human. He's not like Superman who's from another planet or something, or or a mutant per se. He's more like a Wolverine type of mutant, where you know he's he was changed. So it's yeah. different, or like a Batman who took it upon himself. So it's more relatable those types of superheroes are more relatable. So, um but I think it's I think it's gonna be pretty good. To me it reminded me of Daredevil, the series Daredevil. I don't know if any of you guys dare. watched that. But it kinda of reminded me of that kind of feel. So yeah. I think it'll for those who like those things I think they're really gonna enjoy it. I think it was, I think it'll really be a couple
2: good. of the same characters from Daredevil. Oh
5: yeah. 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 So
2: Rosario uh, yeah. Dawson also plays in Daredevil
5: Yeah and it's very masculine I think Guys Will Love is, the type of, is Definitely a, a guy thing <laughs> A guy yeah. type of series so. though. Well, that's good And screw them anyway They can just go and vote for Donald Trump Like they're going to But <laughs> Who cares
2: okay. Alright well thank you very much ma'am You're welcome Great show
3: Um, Glad we were able to talk a little bit about etiquette I know it's good to have everybody on And uh, you know uh, The Luke Cage thing I mean it it must have been pretty popular on both sides Because it shut Netflix down over the weekend So uh, I didn't get a chance to take a look at it over the weekend But uh, I'm going to try to catch it this week And uh, you know See what it's all about You know, another one of these Marvel characters. You know, Marvel's doing an outstanding job trying to bring, you know, brings a lot of these characters to light. So, Luke Cage is one of them that's, you know, been on the radar for quite some time. So, um, bringing him out, you know, and having his own little series, you know, it's pretty, pretty good. But great show as always. I'm gonna keep it short, sweet, complete. But uh, everybody have a great. Great night, and
2: looking forward to a little zone
3: coverage tomorrow.
2: All right, thank you, sir. bunch of things to talk about tomorrow. Antonio, um, I think Antonio Camardi got cut. Uh, that's something we'll probably discuss. And um, OBJ nice. said so he ain't happy with he ain't happy playing anymore. We'll get into that and his reaction. Oh, another show, two shows to check out. I saw Westworld on HBO this weekend. Very good. I remember the movie. It was a good movie. Um, it's a series now on HBO and Insecure starts on Sunday with Issa Rae she's a sister that has been on YouTube for years with a funny um, YouTube series called um, Awkward Black Girl and she had a, some other series as well but now she's getting her first TV um, um, venture on HBO called Insecure that's on Sunday night too so like I said man black folks coming up y'all better watch out you going i to be offended a lot. All right, uh Ray, we go with you, man.
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh as far as uh etiquette goes or dress code, I think you need to wear what feels good, but you also have to be respectful of those that you're dressing around. And you have to have clothes to fit the situation that you're in or that you're going to. Now I don't believe that you should dress traditionally, like some people believe you should wear a suit to church. I don't think that's necessarily the case. It depends on the situation, depends on the day, depends on the weather and everything else. But um, you know, as far as uh, Luke Cage goes, I hadn't heard of that before tonight. So you know. I looked it up. It's kind of, you know, I guess a a black superhero or something like that. I never was into those type of cartoons and stuff, so I probably won't check it out because people told me how funny uh, was that Boondocks was, and I could never get nothing out of that shit, so I just stopped watching (laughs) it. Yeah, you know, not at all. So... You know, <laughs> cartoons, I like, hey, they want, you know, cartoons. I like, you know, Tom and Jerry Flintstones, you know, that's the kind of stuff I like. That other okay. stuff, they, X-Men and all that, and Gladiator, and, and I keep all that. But um, I don't know. I hope it does well, you know, more for people, you know, getting their shine on. So hopefully it's a good show with sticks. As long as it's not just something adult swim where you just, like, the boom-bombs got this cursing for no reason and acting stupid for no reason, you know, because we need to have more positive shows on, you know. Yeah. Hope we're doing our thing, too. Watch out for that, you know. Because Green Leaf and Queen Sugar, man, she got some good shows out there. You know, she, she bringing it. And, you know, uh, what's the other topic before we jump? Kim um, K.
2: You say who? Kim, Kim Kardashian getting robbed. Oh, Kim, I mean, see, see a lot of folks like that,
4: man, you know, you don't want to see nobody get robbed, but at the same time, they they do things very foolish. Now, you, you explain to me, how you could have some big bodyguards, some guys just big guys shape, or whatever the case may be, all standing in between you and four or five million dollars street value is some big guy walking. You're not knock a hole in his chest and get all that money. You understand? Now, if something is going to happen, you need to have a team of guys, armed security. Now when you go to other places you're not familiar with, somebody start reaching and grabbing, they're going to die with the head reaching at you. Because they're taking them out as soon as they reach their hand out there. Right. But you showing out with one guy can be that stupid. I'm not saying you had it coming to you and all this and that, but same time, they should be smarter than that. Because... You think about it. If it's if it's a house in your neighborhood with a couple of million dollars in there, you know ain't nobody got a gun, and all you gotta do is beat one guy. You and two of your buddies will go in and take a chance to get that money. Almost he ain't he ain't Jet Lee or nobody, so they should <laughs> know better. Than so hey, if they got robbed, they just gonna have to chalk it up and make sure they got insurance. Rich folks, that's how they get richer. They got all the yeah. schemes working for them. So, you know, but as the week goes on, we probably hear more about it. But um, it's, it's good good to get on, get a chance to hear folks that, you know, we hadn't, at least I hadn't been able to speak to everybody all at the same time for, you know, probably about a month now or So so you know, it's hard for the first part of the week. End of the week would be uh, easier, but, you know, we try to do what we got, what we can do. But it's good to hear everybody. And,
2: you know, of course, we got to talk some sports tomorrow. No doubt. A lot to talk about tomorrow. All right, man. Appreciate I appreciate it. And, uh, also, they just posted that, um, Iron Fist in... Those are not familiar with Iron Fist, um, he, it's a spinoff of Luke Cage. He was Luke um, Luke Cage's partner in the comic books. It was Power Man and Iron Fist, so now he's getting his own deal. Marvel Comics is just printing money, spinoff after spinoff. And Luke Cage, for those um, I know what, what Ray was talking about, Boondocks, but it's it's not a comedy or anything. It's a serious show where with a man who's trying to clean up his community, and uh, it, you know it's 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 pretty cool. It's pretty cool. All right, Eminem, shut it
1: down, man. Oh man, uh great show as always. Uh, you know, even greater, you know, uh everybody's on and you know, and uh shit, you know, how we do it. But uh oh yeah, man, when you said uh Iron Fist, uh of course, you know, all that kind of stuff got messed up uh during Hurricane Katrina, but uh I actually had an Iron Fist comic book, man. Now that now I was a hulk yeah. fanatic but but I had an Iron Fist comic book.
2: He uh, fought the Hulk, didn't he? One of the first
1: comic books I ever had, huh?
2: He fought the Hulk, didn't
1: he? Yeah, I think so. I think that was, as a matter of fact, um, I think that was the comic I had. Uh 'cause okay. everything Hulk, I had it, you know. I had Hulk versus the Thing, the Juggernaut, and uh, I think I had one with Iron Fist and Thor, too. But, okay. Uh, but, yeah, man, but uh, power to the people, literally, man. It's good to see, you know, something like that happening. I hadn't had a chance to, um, you know, check it out yet, but... uh. But uh, but it's but I'm just kind of compelled that the, you know for the people who have a problem with it, I mean, like number one, it ain't racial when it's the theme of the fucking movie, like 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 I wouldn't be like saying where the damn black people at or any other race. Matter of fact, if it was some damn you know small town out you know between. Bermont, Maine, or something. I'm like, ain't no niggas up there as far as I know. So I wouldn't expect to see none. So you right. say Harlem, who in the hell is supposed to be? I mean, I'm just saying, ain't no black people in Harlem. Are you serious? I mean, what, what yeah, are you
2: expecting? just like people complain about Seinfeld and Friends. I think they were both in New York and you hardly saw any blacks or Latinos.
1: You know, I'm just like, just like with, uh, what what was the setting of Cheers? I mean, I didn't have a problem with that because I'm just like shit. Boston? They supposed to be in 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 an uh, in Irish part of Boston or something. I'm like shit. Like what else is supposed to be there? So that to me that's idiotic from the start. See, when people start doing that type of shit, that that just lets you know they racist anyway. Because you know if it's a if it's a if it's a situation where it's supposed to be portrayed where it's supposed to be based on real life and clearly. It's something fucked up. Like you got a white man with red paint on his face and he's supposed to be a Native American. Now that, that's fucked up. But that ain't the case with this here. You know, shit. You in Harlem and you saying, like, where are the white people at? Where the water? Shit. You know, that's crazy. But, um. So. Uh, they
5: were plenty of white cops, so. They got their well, whiteness.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's yeah. realistic. Yeah. I mean,
5: there were. I mean, I was looking for white people, and they came. When the cops came, they were the cops. So
2: there it is. Yeah. So you know. And I actually so, think the sister, um, and the main one that you talked about on your blog post is actually going to be the love interest of Iron Fist, if I'm not mistaken. How it's supposed to work out.
5: Oh no! It worked out.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, that's you know. her.
1: But but the whole thing is all about ratings and shit. It's just like uh, it's that fear. Now th- this is n- nothing that can be pointed at one particular person or nothing like that. But it's kind of like a it's kind of like something in the air that can't really just be fully quantified, so to speak. But everybody knows that the more minorities, regardless even if they black or Chinese or whatever, don't matter what it is. If you go against what's considered the norm, mainstream, certain type of image, then basically that's going to affect everything else. And that's that was the fear with Bruce Lee getting a major movie deal, you know, until they just couldn't take it no more. He was doing so good in China when he went back there. You know, that that was the fear with, with uh, you know, pretty much anything um, that, you know, that would go against the grain on what, things should be to keep the status quo. You know, um, you know, we want to keep certain things a certain way. You know, golf belongs to white people. Tennis belongs to white people. Nobody says this, but that was the big, like, my God, you know, we can't let this happen. So, the same thing with this shit. You know, you don't want ratings to be too high. You know, you want everything to be kind of like, it's okay if it's, like, you know, all my favorite shit all the time is always, no low-budget black movies and struggling movies and shit, but... Uh, The fear was to give that type of stuff a true budget, you know. And now when you put the power to the people, which is social media, then the powers to be can't control that, you know, because white people watch that shit. And, And a lot of white people did got shit. You know, that's how most musicians and stuff blew up. That's how rap blew up, everything. You know, it was the white dollar. So yeah. it's basically white people versus white people, you know. Uh, so if, if a lot of people start digging that, then it, it's going to be no reason why a certain amount of Hollywood budget at some point don't put behind somebody or some movie, you know, because it's funny that people got a problem with that, but nobody seems to have a problem with Blade. I mean, you, you got a dark-skinned brother in Western Snipes. You don't get no dog in that, kicking ass and stuff. But you know, basically, other than one or two characters, everybody with him was always like, you know, you know, uh, white people, and he's fighting white people, white vampires. So I guess that was cool. But when you got a, a full nigger set, then it's a problem, okay? But as far as etiquette, man, shit, you know,
2: uh, a
1: full nigga set. You know, I'm just saying, you know, uh, you know, pretty much, you know if you're in a you know, certain type of restaurant or whatever, I mean, you know you know, I always say it's a unwritten rule that pretty gets a pass or whatever, but you know, but if um uh, just like right now, you take like and I'm just telling you how a lot of you know, traditional men, if you got this, you know, real hot chick, you know, like that teacher or whatever. Now you in a, you know, hundred dollar plate restaurant and this bitch in here, you know, licking her fingers and stuff, now, because of the way she looks, what should be like, damn, man, like, damn, you know, use a napkin, you don't know how to do that, but because of the way, you know, a lot of straight men think, they sit them there like, man, boy, I bet that bitch can get a head like a motherfucker. I mean, niggas thinking like that, <laughs> shit, you know, so the etiquette part kind of get kind of lost, oh, you know, oh. so... um,
5: Mm, you
1: know, so that that's the that's the downside of that, you know. So, uh, so I guess it all depends. But you know, if it's somebody less attractive or something, you know, just if it was precious or honey boo boo or somebody like that, they licking their fingers like, man, get this bitch up out of here, man. It's you know, this is appalling. You know, past the great grape <laughs> and
5: fuck all y'all.
1: You know, shit. You know, but um, uh, you know, so I just you know I just want to throw that in there, man. You know, I think that uh. You know, uh, a lot of the stuff with etiquette, you know, started with uh, women livers movement when they was talking about, you know, um, little girls being taught to have little tea parties with dolls with some shit of the past and all that kind of See, that's See, that's what little girls used to learn that type of shit from. You know, nobody wants to talk about it no more, but that was the truth, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: setting tables and all that kind of shit, all that you you know, dressing that the shit, dog, like, girl. you know that's that's like a
0: Emily post,
1: yeah yeah, that's, that's like a we it. uh exodus and all that kind of shit now, you know, you know, you know, of course, I always promote that type of stuff with my own but but I just noticed that you know throughout I never see that type of shit, you know, it's like you know little girls you know they punching boys and shit, but, you know, having little tea parties with dolls and shit like that, nah, that's looked at as fucked up now, like, you know, that's slavery or something, I, I don't understand these motherfuckers, but, you know, that's why a lot of these hoes getting lumps in their stomach too early, but, uh, um, but Kim K, man, getting robbed and shit, like I say, it's fucked up because I think somebody just took advantage of the situation, and it's one of them things where, um, because of what it is, and her husband. You know, pulling so many antics and staging shit and all that kind of stuff. It was just like a perfect chemistry for somebody to take advantage of. And that's what happened. You know, it's almost like a, um, and the reason why, oh, something else I left out about the mental aspect of it affecting Kim. Probably for the first time in her life, she realized that, you know, that her her, uh, physical attributes or whatever had no meaning kind of almost like when a a bunch of strippers here got robbed, you know, to the point where it's just like, you know, uh, JPD had to be near all the clubs in heavy force. Chicks was getting robbed so much because, you know, niggas knew they had, like, you know, a lot of cash tips on them. And it was kind of like deflating to some of the young ladies because it's just like, damn, you know, everybody don't want to be your suitor or go up in you. Some of these niggas just want your money. So I guess that's kind of like an ego thing that she has to deal with, which could be damaging, you know. And, uh, you know, of course, if she didn't already have money, you know, damaged goods is a great thing uh, for a woman with beauty because, you know, that's a way to coerce them into a different lifestyle. But uh, I think that, uh, you know, all in all, you know, like I said, they got insurance and stuff, so it don't matter. Um Damn, what was our last? What's the last thing we talked about, man? Oh, they covered the, everything. Oh no, no, I didn't get the one about the teacher dress code. The um uh, oh, yeah, part of The workplace. The, the the dressing in the workplace. Like I say, man, that's just a bunch of hating ass shit. Ain't ain't no damn dress code. If you're a damn man talking about, you know, uh, it's a shame. You know how some of these, especially younger women, dressing and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I said, yeah, I can't be in the bathroom the same time as you, 'cause I don't know what the fuck you're doing, 'cause uh, you know it's certain shit, man. I don't, you know, certain it's certain code we don't cross, and you know, if a man start talking about, like, man, I can't believe her skirt that's that that her skirt that's that short, and and like, gosh, she should she should cover that up. I'm like, man, you you offended by that, man? Well, you, you alright? You know, oh, now I ain't mean it like that, man. But that that just that just unprofessional. Ah, like, yeah, yeah, nigga, get your ass out of here. You down low motherfucker. You know, ain't nobody thinking like that. So, um, I I just think there should be no damn rules in the workplace. You know, for females. I think you know that back in the days when uh JFK and them used to have Marilyn Monroe, you know, singing and shit at them little private dinners. You know that it kind of kept stuff in order. You know what I'm saying? Kind of kept people controlled. Um, you could get a lot of stuff done in the workplace. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot of advancement opportunities in the workplace. So, you know, um, it could be a step in the right direction. Um, and I know I missed a lot of shows, but, uh, you know,
2: uh, Making I, up think, for it.
1: I, I I think we are one step closer to 1313 getting past radio land because
2: the uh-huh. mayor in my
1: city, you know is uh pushing the envelope pretty hard himself so uh, i Exciting. i think now yeah yeah i'm I'm thinking that now uh with the with with uh with, with if the workplace kind of get back to old values where you know there is social promotion so to speak uh, that uh it would be a great thing, and thirteen thirteen could be the pathway to success for a whole lot of people you know. Uh, literally, you know, you could, um, you know, get picked up by somebody, and the next day, you know, you you might be, uh, you know, secretary at Harvard or something. So, you know, when, when you go home or uh, 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 back wherever the fuck you from, you know, now uh, a hoe could be like, you know, I'm at Harvard. And it's like, wow, really, you're doing great things, you know. Now,
2: you're hoeing at
1: Harvard, but you're at Harvard, so who give a fuck? But, like, so just... So just pass this shit, you know what I'm saying? Let let's uh let's really push hard and lobby this shit and therefore you don't have to worry about no etiquette and all this stuff because the people the people that are offended by all this kind of stuff, they'll be too busy doing their own thing and they won't be in up? other people's business. You know. Everybody be smiling and happy Everything. and you ain't worried about what nobody got on. You know. You know. And uh, oh yeah, one last thing about the comments, you know, I uh I had a I'm not a I'm an artist, but I I never really did comments and stuff, but uh I did have one thing that I was gonna try to shop around at one time, you know, uh, uh-huh. and it went like this: it was kind of corny, real quick, man. It's like you know, the the thing was a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman, where the shit went, you know, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Dick Man. <laughs> <laughs> What?
5: <laughs> okay, okay, that's it. <laughs> I'm. I <want> up. To... <laughs> oh
2: my God. i can not imagine why that didn't do well with the kids, Eminem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank Dearheart dot website for being an official sponsor of this show. For the Dear Dearheart. Dear Heart, dot website d e a r h e a r t dot website. I want to thank the crystalshow dot com for being a supporter and Mike's bad luck. Go to YouTube and search for dual influence d u a l influence. All right, glad to have the show legends on for a uh, a show. Great discussion, and hope you all have a good evening. Go to talk to Q dot com, and you can get information on the upcoming shows that may be occurring and you can also sign up for my email newsletter and keep up with things that way. Everyone have a great night. I had some fun. I'm about to go back and listen to the show again just to hear some of the things I mean, I'm i them said that I missed. But uh peace out and we'll talk sports tomorrow and for the rest of you we'll see you next Tuesday. Hey what up Q What up Radio World.
0: Let me thank you for having me on your show It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners
2: My name is Quincy And this is my show The Talk to Q Radio Show Carla, go ahead
4: I was told that I was a man-eater I never really have
1: a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships
2: It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Now let me bring Amanda on the line. I didn't realize she was holding there. Amanda, what's going on? Hey Q,
0: hey everybody. Does that
4: make sense? I like that. I'm gonna say that again one day. Oh my
3: goodness.
2: (laughs) Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant.
4: Follow you guys. Thanks. Peace out.